So we have this ongoing kind of joke in our marriage that there is a third person at times by the name of the Hulk <laughs> that will make appearances. <laughs> Did, didn't see that coming. No. <laughs> <laughs> Selena, you, you've you've uh, self-identified as a Hulk <laughs> at times. Stop it. <laughs> Don't use those words. <laughs> no, sometimes you feel like, you know, there's there's something about anger that is blinding, right? Mm-hmm. It blinds us to the people around us. It blinds us to the, the counsel of others. It blinds us to the counsel of God. It blinds us to the Holy Spirit within us. Because anger, in many cases, it's fast, right? It burns hot. It's decisive in not very good ways. And so today we're kind of addressing <laughs> the Hulk in the room. <laughs> Nine hundred pound gorilla. Everybody's got, a, everybody's got a Hulk. I'm sure. Everybody has one. And he and, just comes out differently for others because not all anger comes out in the same way. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna cover that today and and give you some ways to think about, categorize, and and talk about anger as a dynamic in your marriage, anger in your own heart. Where does that come from? How do we deal with that? And uh, is it sinful to be angry? Is it a sin to be angry? Yeah. Right. So we're gonna unpack all that here today on Fierce Marriage, and we'll see you on the other side. If you're just joining us, I am Selena Frederick. It's my husband. I'm Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) And we are the voices and people behind all things Fierce Marriage, Fierce Parenting, the Fredericks, Fierce Families. If it's fierce, it's probably us. Yes. And if it's not, it should be. Just kidding. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, we're talking about anger today. But before we get started, a little bit of how you can help us. Oh, Oh, Before yeah. we help you. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if this has been helpful to you, we would really be honored if you would leave a rating and review if you're listening on the podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. I ho- if we've earned it, we hope that we've earned it this far. We hope to earn it in the future if we haven't yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, leave a comment if you have a question. If you want to partner with us, just go to fiercemarriage.com slash partner. That is one of the primary ways yeah. that we are able to sustain this ministry. Yeah, we sell books. Yeah, we do. Uh, we have online courses. But I will tell you that the margins on books are pretty thin mm-hmm. if if at all and courses are just one of those things like it's 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 another thing for people to get on board with right and it's kind of a hard sell at times so thank you if you're considering partnering with us we really appreciate that um all right so anger today anger anger it, i'm stricken by this idea of anger because yeah you asked this question is it a sin like is mm. it automatically a sin right to be mad to be angry if your children are disobeying you or if your your wife is disobeying you. <laughs> uh, no words. No words, yes. Uh, Very obedient of no you. Good, no good, no kind words. Just, all right, this is, we're turning this over. I'm, I'm usurping his submission on this video. You're usurping my submission. <laughs> or your position. <clears throat> my position. No, I'm I'm joking. If your wife is just being malfeasant, <laughs> which is much more <laughs> the case. See how he keeps laughing and moving away. Uh, because I know red. that there's, he knows <clears throat> there's no truth in There's that. safety when the camera's turned on. <laughs> I'm safe here. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. What were we saying? <laughs> um, yeah. Is it, is it okay to be angry even when you might be justified mm-hmm. in that anger? Uh, and that we've kind of uncovered and through some study found different types of anger. Yeah. There's maybe a spectrum of anger, if you will, from maybe anger that's okay, maybe the anger that's justified and, and in some way righteous. Yeah. In many ways righteous. And then all the way down to the anger that just destroys. Yeah. 
it will destroy us. So that would be the Hulk section, I believe. (laughs) So let's go to James 1. Uh, We're going to start in verses 2 through 5. And the reason why we're starting with the Bible is because Mm. it instructs us, it calibrates us, it gives us perspective on what we might be dealing with. Uh, So James 1, uh, starting in verses 2 through 5, but we're going to focus on 19 and 20. We're not going to read all the way way through, even though we love the Bible. uh, And you should too, and you should read the whole (laughs) book of James. Uh, Verse 2, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all who (laughs) without reproach, (laughs) and it will be given him. See, you can have wisdom. I'm asking God for wisdom right now. Oh, good. (laughs) How to handle you. Verses 19 and 20. Uh, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the Mm. righteousness of God. That's telling us that there there is an anger inside of us that does not produce good things. But then what do you talk, when the Bible says righteous anger, what does that mean, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So can I be angry? I mean, Jesus was angry, right? He got angry. He displayed anger, but he didn't. He was without sin. So how do we, how do we kind of take all these pieces apart and understand them in a way that helps us uh, mm. communicate and live in unity more without and not allowing anger to kind of rule the day? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, God, wrath is something that God. Um, exercises in his perfect holiness and his perfect righteousness. And here's the horrible news and the really good news is that without help, without intervention, like Mm -hmm. we are subjects of the wrath of God, you know, we deserve to bear the wrath of God and rightfully so. It's not something that he's being unfair. He's being unloving. No, like we rightfully, because he's so holy and we have rebelled against him, Mm -hmm. but Christ, but Jesus has stepped in and said, I will bear the wrath yeah. of God on their behalf now and and then I will impute upon them my own righteousness so that we not we are no longer so objects of wrath but we are objects of affection yeah They're not objects but we are people brought into the, the yeah. good graces of God and so to answer your question God still has wrath mm-hmm. and he still will express anger in ways that he's justified in doing like who and I'm not going to tell God what he can do but I'm just observing something about who mm-hmm. God is and so to define righteous anger as humans, okay, this this comes all the way down to the imago Dei, the meaning that we are made in God's mm-hmm. image. We are image bearers. We, it, in, very dimly and in, in a shadowy sort of way, yeah. in some cases, we reflect the very character of God, right? So we can love. We have the capacity to love. We have the capacity to create, not ex nihilo, not from nothing, <laughs> but we can maybe, you know, we can create a pretty drawing or, you know, we can write things. We can bring ideas to life. Mm -hmm. That's part of the image of God. Well, as part of that, we have the option of being angry. Now, righteous anger is being angry at something because it is an affront and in rebellion to God's righteousness, Hmm. God's law, to God's way. Pornography, right? Pornography makes me so angry because Mm -hmm. it is an affront to the right design of God and the holiness that he calls us to as people, Mm -hmm. to live within Mm -hmm his design for sex but it's a complete and utter distortion of that not only that it exploits women mm-hmm. you can make the case that it exploits men it, it damages relationships mm-hmm. it damages these people right. physically emotionally psychologically spiritually it is a it is a nuclear warhead that is going off in our country 
on a second by second basis in our world on a second by second basis that makes me very angry and i want to burn those servers to the ground mm-hmm. the ones that you know the websites are using and i think there's a righteous there's a righteousness to that absolutely um, i think the gray part comes when we feel angry right towards our spouse so let's find an example in marriage as well well i mean pornography does affect marriages obviously mm-hmm. um but when we're angry towards each other, how do we differentiate between what's righteous anger? Because I feel like maybe for an example, if you lied to me, right, and there mm-hmm. was uh, a lack of truth there, then I have a right to be angry. But what I do with that, I think really can lead to obedience or disobedience, right, to God's word and to mm-hmm. really live that out. Uh, when we look at the model of Jesus and when he was angry, like in the temple, uh, there's a few things that we, just mm-hmm. a few facts that were shown when he was displaying yeah. this anger. Um, and this is on gotquestions.com. Uh, was Jesus ever angry? That's kind of the article. And they always lay everything out really org. well. Dot org. Sorry. It's okay. Gotquestions.org. Uh, so his, Jesus' anger had the proper motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, his anger had the proper focus. Um, and we can, you know, we could go through all of these. It, he, it didn't arise out of a petty argument, right? It's not, mm. so in, in this example, if you have lied to me, that's a proper motivation for me to be angry because mm-hmm. there's dishonesty and truth that is, and, and deeper layers, right, of things that are uh, yeah. seeds that we don't want to grow in our, in our marriage. Well, and, and you could even make the argument that if you aren't angry, in that case, yeah. like, is there really love? Is there really right. a sense of grieving, a brokenness in that in our communion as husband and wife? Mm. If, if a wife finds out that her husband is off sleeping around and she's right. just like, uh, oh, well, right. there's something really something wrong, wrong and off yeah. about her love for her husband. And who knows what the reasons are for right. that? Maybe they, right. he's pulled away from her for many years and she's embittered. And that's all history that we can't. But the point is, is like, it will be supplemented by something. That's one of yeah. the points that they say here. Jesus is anger was supplemented by his grief mm. because he's seeing he's seeing the affront that it is yeah. to the holiness of God. Right. Um, uh, his anger had proper control and proper duration. So he didn't allow his anger to become, mm. turn into bitterness. He didn't hold a grudge. He wasn't holding it over. So in the, again, mm. this example of saying he's been dishonest to me, uh, I'm not going to, you know, by God's grace, hold it over him. But if it's a continual uh, habit and a continual way in our marriage, then it's going to be hard to not turn bitter, right? And so mm. the anger can grow and grow. But ideally, like when we see Jesus and we see him getting angry in the temple, we see that he had a proper duration. He dealt with each situation properly. He handled anger in a good time. And that would be, I think, the thing that we strive for as believers mm. in a marriage, dealing with anger when one of us uh, causes the other to get angry or we just get angry because you have made me angry. <laughs> I, I become angry about something that he's done, right? Or something. Um, I forget the verse, but didn't, didn't it say like the blessings of the Lord go, you know, from generation to generation, though mm-hmm. the, the the curse from the Lord is only like for this generation, something to that effect where God's anger is not eternal expiration date in many cases. Now he, he the character of his wrath uh, and the character we talked about earlier is always going to be at odds with sinning. He's never right, going right. to at any point. He's not going to just stop like being. He's not going to some one day start being okay with mm-hmm. just we sin against his his law, his goodness, right, his right. design. Well, he holds so. it in high regard than we do oftentimes, right? Absolutely. Uh, so hmm. there's a few more we can go through, but I I think it's just important that we 
as a couple, take a moment to sit and recognize, mm. like, what does anger look like in your marriage? For me, I think for me, I get really, uh, I have this like justice oriented attitude and I, I want justice in the situation. I want fairness. Um, you start to feel angry when you feel a lack of respect, when you feel uh, that I'm being unloving or I'm making these generalizations. He loves when I say always and never. Uh, I always love when you he say always, always and loves never. when I say those things. <laughs> but um, it stems from this heart condition that we all have, right, of sin. Uh, and that God is constantly, he's sanctifying us, right, within this struggle of dealing with anger. I mean, mm. one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. Uh, and again, anger is not a sin. It's what we do when we're angry Here's, that can cause us to sin. The thing that's interesting to me is we're, like, listen to what we're like, what we're saying here. Okay, so it's, it's right and good and true for you um, to feel loved by me, to feel mm-hmm. like I'm understanding you well. That's right and good and true. Yeah. And when you lack those things from me something wells up within you that righteous anger Mm -hmm. he's not giving me what he should be giving me as a as a wife or we talked about me wanting respect like it's Mm -hmm. right and good for a wife to respect her husband in a healthy way and Mm -hmm. and to not give it you could make the argument that it's sinful if it's even if he's not respect i'm not don't go there like yeah stay here husbands like be respectable like follow the lord love your wife like i'm saying all those things not every man does those things so you can make the argument that oh, he doesn't deserve respect. Okay, that's a whole other episode altogether. But the point is, is when you feel wrong, you can. It, so, there's a moral judgment being made right. that you're not giving me what I deserve. You are a bad person. <laughs> Therefore, I am okay and I am justified in being angry towards you, even if, and we don't always, often detect this, even when that anger has transitioned now into sin territory. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm holding it against you in a way that God has not held my sin against me. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. And I'm forgetting that I'm the, I'm saved by the same blood on the same cross, mm-hmm. by the same Savior, the same grace that it, it, it provided. There's something in the human mind, okay? When we are righteously angry, there's, uh, I forget the exact uh, place that it stimulates or what the, the areas in the brain that light up, but it's like the same place that lights up, lights up when you're experiencing like great satisfaction or great uh, pleasure, I'll say. It's the same brain space that says, I am righteously angry right now. Like it feels full similar. Of, yeah, full of emotion. Full and it's of, full of satisfaction. Yeah. Like I feel justified in this and I need to get, you right. know, and I need to you get start what I. you stewing and you're boiling. I mean, how many times have you, have you gone away and like you're, you're thinking about how mad you are at your spouse because of all the things that, all the things that she hasn't done or has, that she's said and you're just building this case in your head and feeling totally justified the whole mm-hmm. time. And then you get home and it's, it's like time to fight. And yeah. then. What I realize is that as soon as you bring her into the equation, she starts actually like poking holes in my whole like <laughs> thing that I've been building in my head and my, uh, it, it all, all comes, comes crashing down. down. <laughs> it's usually that way for both of us. <laughs> yeah. So it does stem from a heart condition. It There's does. something in there that wants justice. And so we start to feel satisfied in that. Um, you have in here, so we as a society struggle in knowing how to deal with anger because a part of us wants it resolved quickly and at whatever cost. What do you mean by that? So I think oftentimes we don't necessarily want to take the time or walk the path and get on the journey that it's going to take to really understand our anger and to understand the root of where it comes from, which more importantly, right, it's coming from our sin nature, but it's coming, the Bible gives us instruction. The Bible 
tells us how to deal with this anger, but oftentimes we just want to, okay, yeah, I'm sorry, whatever, mm. like, let's move on. We're so quick to just get to the other side of it. We don't actually want to deal with it. And I think that we miss a valuable opportunity for God to really grow us and sanctify us uh, as an individual and as a, a, a single soul, mm. but also within our marriage and how if I'm dealing with anger on a regular basis, which I, out of the two of us, I think I'm, I definitely deal with anger more than you do. Uh, it's funny. Outwardly, maybe. I don't know if that's accurate because you get angry, but it takes a lot for you to get angry. Okay. So this is funny because we talk about, this is going to sound weird, but we talk about a sex drive being like for a guy, it's like a sports car from A to B as fast as possible. Like that's fine. Turn on the engine, turn it off. You're done. For a lady, it's more like a freight train. It takes a long time to warm up, warm up, and it takes a long time, but it carries a massive kind of payload, if you will. It can carry a lot of weight, and it takes a long time to slow down. I think the opposite is true for our anger dynamic. Yeah. In that you're, you can get really mad, really quickly, but then like you're, you're over it. I'm over it, yeah. And, and you're ready still... to move on. And I'm just like, 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 just <laughs> I, I can't, I can't let it go, and I have to really like resign myself. Because I'll be slow to anger, but I'm also slow to to not being angry. Yes, yes. (laughs) And so that can result in, um, sorry to say, like days of anger. Yeah, we've experienced that. That kind of that that cutoff from each other because anger definitely divides you, right? There's this wall of anger now. He's stewing. I'm over here. I'm great. What? Why are you still angry about that thing? Which and I'm like, what? Of course, even, I'm angry. It makes him even more angry because <laughs> the fact that I I don't carry the same weight in some of those things. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not saying that like, hey, I can. I'm resilient. Well, like, we're exposing some of our sin here absolutely. in some of the areas where we've had to really work through. And and I'm in those w- moments when I'm not walking in forgiveness, when now p- part of that is because uh, there hasn't been reconciliation right. there hasn't been repentance right. there hasn't been uh, communication around mm-hmm. it and so you know some of that's more logistical than anything right. or we haven't had the bandwidth because the kids and life and everything else and believer if you are married it's your responsibility to not just wait until the other one comes around right we need mm-hmm. to take on the responsibility of when we are angry when there's a sever in our in our relationship in our unity we need to be asking the Lord to soften our hearts. We need to, hmm. I, I want to say like, we need to come, we need to fight faster. We need to come quicker to the table uh, with an apology, with owning things and not just saying that you're always the one taking on the blame, but like truly look at the situation and, and hmm. own your part in it and understand that your anger, it plays a role and it hurts people. It can destroy things. It can destroy the yeah. unity of your relationship, the life of yeah. your relationship. I mean, the way Jesus talks about anger, I think it's in Luke. Um, you know, it was in Matthew. Uh, it's as if you're you're killing someone, right? It's the anger. Yeah. What? Tell me, explain it a little bit more because I'm a little bit. Um, it's like if, like lusting after someone is the same as committing adultery. Right. Anger in your heart is the same as if you've murdered that person. Right. And that's what Jesus is making that he's, he's making a case for like sin wells up from the heart. Yes. It's not just the actions that we it's do, not but it's what the you heart did to orientation yes, yes. toward one another and toward God himself. Yes. It's funny that, I mean, I love that James verse. It says the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. That, that assumes that we, ha- we want the righteousness of God. Right. So Pierce couple, if you're watching this, listening to this, you're thinking, okay, I want a healthy marriage. I want to get along with my spouse. I want to experience closeness and connection. I want to be happy with them. Let's add something to that list. We should want the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. We should want 
the righteousness of God to be produced in us. Mm-hmm. We should want it to be produced in one another. We should want it to be produced out of our marriage. Yeah. And so if we look at our anger and we actually internalize that truth that it does not produce the righteousness of God, mm. that, that tells us that, okay, if I really want this, then I can turn from this because the thing that I want will only happen is if I tr- entrust this into God's right. hands and I entrust my response and my obedient response into right. his care and and I think I can speak to this just for a quick second of a personal struggle uh, with kids and just being a mom of three. And just, I think, have seen anger in my family growing up, my family of origin, right, and how it was expressed or not expressed. And so uh, mm. those are kind of my tendencies to to burst out or have a throw a fit, right, or something like that. And so I was really, I just hate the cycle so much. I hate that I'm constantly like blowing up going back to my kids and repenting blowing up repenting to my children like I just I am all for repenting I just don't want to keep destroying this relationship and blowing up right and so I got a book and we'll put it in the show notes this book is called a small book about a big problem by Edward T. Welch he uh meditations on anger patience and peace and I think someone recommended it to me and it has really deepened my understanding about the effects of anger and how it really can destroy people and how I don't want to destroy that relationship with my children. And so by trusting God's word, trusting that even in those moments uh, where I want to just flare up and get so angry and yell, I don't have to. Like the Holy Spirit has given me freedom to not have to uh, be enslaved to those emotions. I can choose to take a time out. I can, you know, what do they say? It's three seconds is the difference between a response and a, a reaction, reaction and response. A reaction is the bad things, like the knee-jerk reaction. A right. response is, how am I going to respond to this? So, right. They say yeah. it's like a three-second difference. So yeah. I can have tools to help me, but the deeper truth is that I need to trust God's word. And when he says I'm exercising self-control, that means the Holy Spirit is at work in me and he's developing fruit in me. And I need to embrace that above what mm. I'm feeling in that fiery moment of let's fight. I'm right. You're wrong. I win, right? Yeah, interesting. So we mentioned a spectrum of anger mm-hmm. early on. We've talked about righteous anger and how it is possible to have righteous anger, to be angry without sinning. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's why James, is, was it James who said, in your anger, do not sin. Yeah, do not listen. Gonna... Do not sin in that anger. It doesn't mean yeah. don't be angry, just in the anger, do not sin. Right. Um, and it's possible to be angry because if you're wronged against, that's going to create some anger response. Now it's my job yeah. to not, sin and how I respond mm. to your anger. And this is the other part of the spectrum. So you've got righteous anger, then we've got hot anger, mm-hmm. which is the anger that wants to lash out and wants to be Me. the, <laughs> it wants to, to, to go out and seek justice and it wants to make wrong things right as far as And throw it in people's faces it. and tell them how, yeah, yeah. how could you even think that this was something that, you know. Well, and that's kind of the, the that's kind of the, you know, you see red you it's I like see road white. rage that's I like see nothing clearly that's like, that's like the road rage anger when yeah. it's like you stop seeing all you know anything all rightly yeah logic all reason and mm-hmm. you just all you care about is just satisfying that anger mm-hmm. that's hot anger on the other side of that is cold anger and mm-hmm. that's what you see in couples where they've let the hot anger cool down without dealing with it without reconciliation and, had, and it yeah. turns into bitterness and yeah. it turns into distance and it turns into shutting one another like out coldness. it turns into a communication cold snap which we've yeah. talked about that at length how to break those communication cold snaps and it just it's apathy and it's self-righteous justified apathy 
I'm not going to give you affection because you've, you've just, you've totally ignored me. Like, I'm not going to meet you midway because I'm just done. Like I'm done with the the relationship. I'm done with you. I'm done with, Mm. it's just giving up. Right. And the question is, which one of those is worse? Mm. Well, both, (laughs) both are worse. (laughs) The answer is yes. And both. both. (laughs) Yeah. And, and so we can sin in both of those things because we're not called to we're called to love each yeah. other. We're called to be long suffering. We're called to be patient and kind and engaging with one another yeah. and seeking out one another and seeking to produce that fruit of righteousness. Because you're in a Christian marriage. Your spouse is not just a roommate. She's not just even your wife. She's your sister in Christ. And it is our duty as mm-hmm. brother and sister in Christ, husband and wife, to be um, to be fighting the good fight of faith producing the righteousness of God in one another mm-hmm. and pursuing one another mm-hmm. unto the health of our marriage and unto the glory of God. And so righteous anger, hot anger, cold anger. I'm going to read a quote from that book that I uh, commented on earlier by uh, Edward T. Welch. Uh, so dealing with anger, it, it starts with this. When you are fully confident that your father is just, you know that injustice will not prosper. You will not become angry when offenses are committed against you because you will leave it in his hands. Leave it in his hands. Mm-hmm. Let me read this verse here. It's, for, uh, it's Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. So let all bitterness mm-hmm. and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Mm. Do you notice the progression there? It says, let all bitterness, wrath, and anger, and clamor, and slander be put away from you. There's a number of things to be observed there. Let it be put away from you. That's a passive way to phrase that. Maybe another translation, uh, I'm not sure what translation that is, but maybe another translation might have said, put it away from yourself. That would have been the middle voice or a more active voice on the, but it's not that. It's passive. Let it be put away from you along with all malice. That tells me that it's the work of the Holy Spirit in me. Mm-hmm. It's the work of God in me saying, I'm going to refuse this 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 path. Instead, I'm going to let it be put away from me. And instead, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to be kind, tenderhearted. Mm-hmm. What does Paul say? Forgiving yeah. one another. And then he, he this is like the mic drop. He says, as God in Christ mm-hmm. forgave you. Without that grounding realization that God in Christ forgave me, mm-hmm. he is the arbiter of justice. He is the arbiter of right and wrong. And he has forgiven me mm. my immense offense against him. Mm. Now, he, I, can, I can trust him yeah. to be the arbiter of this right and wrong. I can mm-hmm. trust him to be the arbiter of our yeah. injustice and this frustration, this anger that's welling up within me. Yeah. And so that's, that's where it begins. Right. Um, uh, just a few things I think that can help uh, some tools maybe again we talked about how the difference between a reaction and a response is about three seconds you know if we are you can you can feel your body like know your body feel when you when you're starting to get heated and you know your heartbeat is starting to starting to race mm. and your eyes are starting to bulge <laughs> the hulk <laughs> is coming out pause like take a time out popping out of your head take a time out and pause take three seconds maybe even take five seconds say i i'm getting really emotional and really angry right now take two hours if we need to stop and have a time out because i i i'm not seeing clearly right now i want to hear what you're saying but right now i can't hear what you're saying so be okay with taking a time out uh there's an earnestness in there too because i could see i i've done this like you can you can say that and throw it in their face in a way yeah like 
I just I don't get you right now, so I'm I'm out. Right. Like, time no, out. No, no. The timeout like, is there's an earnestness work. that says like I really know I I really want to make sure we get this right, but I can't, and I don't think you can either. I love you. Let's take a break. Like you can yeah. still say I love you when you're married, but when you're angry, by yeah. the way, um, you can still say I love you when you're married, angry. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> <There> it <is>. <laughs> <laughs> you can still say I love you when you're angry with one another, and it still means that you love them. Yeah. It just means that you have. Uh, chosen love in that moment it's over very, yeah. selfishness. It's super reassuring. So uh, take some deep breaths. Uh, know your body, right? Know your just physical responses. Uh, take three seconds, one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, or three hours. Just the important thing about that is to uh, say we are going to reconcile this and there is a reconciliation point. Um, mm. And get your... Just get those go-tos and help. Don't do not do this alone. I think that would be the biggest one is if if you need help, like seek help. Sometimes yeah. our anger and emotions feels like it's something outside of us and we can't seem to grab a hold of it no matter how hard we try or mm-hmm. uh, I'm not, the Holy Spirit can absolutely change hearts. I think sometimes we feel like yeah. we're at a dead end and we need some help. We need a book. We need a counselor. We need a friend to pray with us. Um, those are tools and th- that's, God has yeah. given us those gifts and blessings. And so I have an illustration story real fast to oh end dear. this episode with. Um, we had a really bad fight a number of years back. And by a fight, I mean, we were just arguing. Um, and it was, it was one of those ones where you're like telling the kids to go in their room because they don't, you don't want them to like hear you firsthand. You'd rather they hear you through a door, right? Because <laughs> they're going to hear you anyway. But we were just like, we were having, we just would not, it wasn't getting any cool. Like we weren't cooling off at all. I was getting more worked up. You were cooking dinner. We hadn't had dinner yet as a family. And I said, you know what? I can't, I can't, I just need to go. I'm going to come back, but I need to, I need to vacate the premises. (laughs) And so I I went and I I ended up at this, um, in downtown Tacoma, the area where we live, there is this distillery because I'm interested in distilleries. Don't, don't judge me. The point is, don't read into it. (laughs) Don't read into it. I, I just love the, the science of it anyway. And this this distillery was there. It was down in this old basement and they happened to be open and I went down and no one was there and I'm like, it's empty. They got the still running off in the corner and I'm just like, hello? <laughs> Is anyone here? And this this guy, this, this old chap, Andy, comes out. He goes, hey, welcome. You hungry? And he asked me and, and, and out of the blue, he's like, you hungry? I said, as a matter of fact, I am hungry because I had just left my house. My wife was making dinner. I hadn't eaten yet. <laughs> And he goes, yeah, we have some elk chili. I just shot an elk, you know, last <laughs> last week. I made some elk chili. It There's extra. So much more you can amazing. have some. <laughs> and I sit down and I'm having elk chili with these two guys, these veterans. Um, well, they were army vets. And I got to talking to them. And lo and behold, Andy is a believer. And I start spilling my guts. Yeah, you know, I'm actually here because my wife and I are having an argument. I'm a marriage guy. Like I'm supposed to know this stuff. And he's like, we're laughing. And he's like, yeah, well, sometimes getting, you know, taking a breath is the right thing to do. And so I just hung out with these guys for probably an hour, ate dinner, yucked it up a little bit, talking and uh, came home. I remember coming home. You, the dinner had been eaten. Kids I walked through bed, the door. Kids were in bed. Uh, I forget what I said, but I was like, Selena, I can't remember why we were fighting, but I just want to be done with it. Can I just give you a hug or something to that effect? Yeah. And that was the res- that was the yeah. extent of that resolution. Because it was, at the end of the day, I think it was a silly fight. There was misunderstanding. I had gotten my feelings hurt. You were frrustrated and angry. (laughs) I was right. We don't even remember what the fight was. It hurts his feelings when I'm right. I'm just kidding. Point is, uh, (laughs) sometimes you need to just take a moment, many moments, um, 
but always with that earnest, that earnest desire and promise to say like, yeah, I need to take a step back, but I, I'm coming back. You're taking the step back to come back, not just to step away. Yeah. It's not an abandonment of the yeah. fight. It's a, let's do this right. right. And right now I know that I am not walking with yeah. the spirit. I'm walking in my flesh. And that resulted in a stronger union mm-hmm. for us. And boy, will I tell you, when you make up after a, a tough fight, like marital marital rights are a wonderful thing. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Um, so that, that's one of the upsides of having, <laughs> having tough arguments and making up the right way. So right. Um, let's pray. Yeah. Lord, I thank you for um, your grace over our lives, over the anger that we've uh, expressed sinfully, for the anger that we've tried to take upon ourselves to find justice, Lord. Please forgive us mm-hmm. of that. Thank you for forgiving us of that. I pray that you would help us to entrust our angry emotions into your loving hands. Mm-hmm. Trust your brand of justice, not our own. I pray for the couples, the husbands, the wives watching this, listening to this, that they would be um, aware of their own propensity to to be angry and find their own um incorrect ways of handling that anger and that sin that that they might repent of that sin turn from it turn towards you mm-hmm. and turn toward one another in their marriage to love one another uh better to and to urge one another into righteousness lord in your precious name amen amen all right this episode of fierce marriages in the can and we'll see you again in about seven days so until next time stay fierce